Welcome to Failure's Knowledge, the best podcast for you to develop personally to grow to the best version of yourself. See, it takes time and learning from other people's experiences give you the edge that you have been looking for that will help you later on in life. All I ask for is one thing. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on how this episode impacted you the most. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more content that will help you develop personally. Thank you. He takes his time before he speaks. Therefore, he knows what he's going to say. I can just listen to it and like I can tell like, okay, that that right there probably mesh well with this song. Because I got so many songs in my head that I like that I didn't listen to or heard or what I could become if I stay consistent in what I'm doing. And it was like, yeah, I need to get there. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like a assurance, mm-hmm. you know, and then that alone, the, the, the customers that I have, yeah, they have been purchasing uh, from me through over, over through the years and still rocking with me. Like that gives me assurance. Really shine the light for yourself, man. Mm-hmm. For for this one, can you you mind if I give you a, a homework assignment throughout this conversation? Yeah, what's up? What you got for me? Count how many times you say like. Okay. You know, we want another reason behind it. So you can fill in the space. Cause really you shouldn't be saying like too much while you while you talking. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh so you can become a better communicator as mm-hmm. well. Cause I'm it's the small things, bro. Mm-hmm. My lady, she told me that I used to say butt a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, what you mean? Bro, we played a video, I hear it, but this, but that, but this, but that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's taken away from me. Mm-hmm. You're a good communicator. Mm-hmm. You do that by your transition words. Yeah. You know what you call it? Uh, <laughs> is I actually watch him speak a lot. Is uh, Barack Obama, and the reason I watch him is for that reason, is because I do have a problem with saying like, and um, he takes his time before he speaks. Therefore, he knows what he's gonna say, and he don't have to fill in the space. Mm-hmm. So, like, it might take him. 15 seconds before he responds, but that's because he's getting it together. And once he delivers it, then it's immaculate. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if you listen to him talk, he always talk like that. He does. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't talk really, really fast. You ask him a question, he takes his time, then he answers the question, he speaks slow. Like, it makes sense. <laughs> but we don't learn it. Uh-huh. We, we don't learn it. We it guess we, we're watching them. Mm-hmm. But we don't understand what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, how much are they practicing? I just said like right there, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. We're more, we're more aware of what's we're going on. on. Yeah, we're, we're constantly trying to yeah. be better than we are than we were yesterday. Yeah, we're working on it, man. We gonna go ahead and dive in. You, mm-hmm. you ready? I'm ready, man. I stay ready. <laughs> you stay ready. You gotta get ready. Hey, you stay ready. You gotta get ready. <laughs> what's going on, my brothers and sisters around the world? It's your boy Terrell with the Wild Humphrey, and welcome to another episode, another conversation at Failure's Knowledge. Here, at Failure's Knowledge, we speak about growth and how you can overcome your hard times. Today, we got my special guest, Oliver Fitzpatrick. What it do? What's what going it on? do, man? What's up? What's hey, up? It, 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 what is called? This a, this a full circle moment. 
Indeed. This a full circle <laughs> moment, bro. <laughs> yes, it is. This time we in person. This time we in person. Mm -hmm. This time we in person. So for the people that don't know who you are, mm -hmm. who are you, where are you from, and what do you do? Man, uh, my name is Oliver Michael Fitzpatrick. Man, I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. And um, I'm a plethora of things. Uh, I'm a creator. Um, I'm a fashion designer. Um, I also am a DJ. So I mix and match, uh, mix music. You know, I uh, do a lot of like, uh, what you call it, uh, mashing of music. So like you take one song, mash it to another, kind of take the beats, maybe take the beats out or take the, ver the verbiage out or the lyrics, things like that, mash them up. But yeah, I do a, I do a lot of things, man. So that's really a unique talent. Mm -hmm. How you can take the the beat, the music, and then transition to a different song. Mm -hmm. You really gotta be creative for that. Yeah, man. Uh, it's really crazy because like I just just the way my mind works, man. Like it's very it's easy for me to to hear a song and be able to figure out like what other song like meshes well with that like as far as the beats per minute mm. you know like the bpm is really what you matching mm -hmm. so like the steadiness of a song is more than likely probably going to match another song if it's got the same bpm because it's like the it's that matter of fact you know those metronomes yeah like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Those are like, you know, say your beats per minute. Mm. So like you can make that thing go faster or you can slow it down. But like the song is going to be the song, but it's going to match that tone, that metronome. And that's how you're able to mess it up? No, I don't use that. I just, I, sure, I guess you got to say I got <laughs> one in my head because like I can just, I can just listen to it and like I can tell like, okay, that, that right there probably mesh well with this song. Cause I got so many songs in my head that I like that I didn't listen to or heard or like and then like the way music is I mean it's you know it's pretty much being used over and over again as far as sampling and things like that like crazy story my dad used to be a DJ mm -hmm. and uh, I'm over at, uh, at the house and we chopping it up just talking and um, he was like man I'm gonna put you on some uh, some songs um <laughs> that uh that i was listening to man like back when uh back in like the the, the 70s the 60s and 70s <laughs> and i'm like okay okay cool so he, he put me on me i got my my uh my my music app out and i'm typing it in and he uh pulling up some stuff and he pulled up this one song and he playing it and i'm like why does this sound so familiar so i keep on listening to it keep on listening to it and i said that's jay-z I said, Jay-Z sampled this song. Mm. Go back to the Jay-Z song, and it's that song sampled. The same exact the one? The same exact song. He took that song, he sampled it, and he looped a, a part of that song. That's what what it stood out to me. It's like the part of that song that, that, that it was playing was like some trumpets or something like that. Mm -hmm. And like I was like, dang, that sounds just like a, like an intro, or it sounded like a loop beat that I had heard before. And that's what it was. It was Jay-Z. So like I just took the song and I was listening to the song and like I started mixing and playing with it and uh, played the song and then when it got to that part then I was like looping it and looping it and looping it and then looped it right into the Jay Z song. Yeah. So it's it's always been in you. Oh yeah. yeah. How old? Since I've been like messing with music. Yeah yeah. Shoot. I was in band all the way from junior high all the way through uh, high school. 
And so I mean like Man, music just been a part of me. Like my dad had like two Kenwood speakers in the den. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about you like talking the, the big ones, like the big ones, <laughs> the big like the ones. I don't know what Kenwood is. Like, <laughs> the ones was this big, bro. They was this wide, and the speaker like had this thing like this. Like you can literally like as a child, I could get in it. You, I could sit down. Like I can get in the speaker like this. Dang. Yeah, so like I used to just get in the speaker like this and just listen. And just like you can feel like the subwoofers like that more. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm surprised I can hear now. You know, <laughs> but that's like, probably that, why you got an music. I think that, that's why. Yeah, I used to stay in there, man. Like he turned that music on, like like it was nothing to wake up on like a Sunday morning, man. And he in there cooking. Uh, cooking some breakfast or something, got some Earth, Wind, and Fire pan, or yeah. some Whitney Houston, or some OJ's, or Marvin Gaye, or Curtis Mayfield, mm -hmm. Isaac Hayes, like all kind of just genres of music, man. That in male, female, like it was crazy. I was like, man, this is like some dope stuff. And then like he got all these vinyl records. I collect vinyl records now too. I got a, the mm -hmm, the vinyls. Okay, with the uh, mm -hmm. you put the thing down to get the plane. The record, what's it called? Record, mm -hmm. record, yeah, record, record player, record player. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, dang. Yeah, I got one of those. I collect vinyls. He got a bunch of vinyls, man. And like to the point, like he know them all. That's the crazy part. Like I can literally just randomly pick one out of the stack, and he'll look at it and be like, "Oh yeah, that's such and such. You know that movie? This was in that movie. Da 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 da." This person, they cousin is this. this, this. I feel like, how do you know all this? <laughs> like, it's just crazy. Like, did he even know that stuff? Like, yeah, but. So, how, how did you. So, being creative, that's a skill that has to be worked on every day. Would you agree? I would say yes and no. Um, yes, because you do have to work on any skill that you have to be good at it. No, in the sense of some things you just are kind of born with and you have to work on it to hone it or to it's not like you have to to work as hard I guess if you uh, would say because it's like I guess man you can say that like if you you know the, the old saying that if you're doing something that you love that it don't feel like work yeah yeah it's kind of like that mm-hmm you know, like I, I, I don't go a day without listening to music. Mm -hmm. It's not if it's a day that goes by that I ain't listening to music. It's probably because I can't hear. Probably, <laughs> you don't feel the music. Like, can, it's, it, it's, can, can you feel the music? You can. I mean, you can like feel the, uh, <laughs> you can feel the the subwoofers and stuff on your on your skin. You know, what I'm saying uh, them uh, hitting like that, but that's the only way that I would not listen to music. Is I just had the I didn't have the ability to hear anymore. Dang, dang. Like that's how much I love music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did lose your, your hearing when you was younger, you feel me? So right. yeah, that dang, that's that, that's dope. So last time, last conversation we had, I think we was talking about growth and, mm -hmm. and oh, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm gonna tag the video in, in, mm -hmm. in this video. Um, I think it was like overcoming uh, obstacles as well and growth and. And what that looked like, things like that. So, have you experienced any obstacles for the la within the last six months? Well, it's always obstacles. You know, like being an entrepreneur is uh, it's, it's going to be an obstacle daily. You know, to 
get to whatever goal it is that you've set for yourself. You know, like there's going to be business opportunities that might fall through. Um, There might be um, situations where you're needing to uh, to to make something happen out of nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like it's always obstacles and things that you go through. That's just a part of the of the game as far as being an entrepreneur is concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so we all have obstacles. You're absolutely correct. Um, the obstacle that I've been on last in eight, nine months was figuring out who I was and who I wanted to become, right? And I have more clarity. Yes, I am a public speaker. Mm-hmm. How am I working my craft each and every day? That is hard. Mm-hmm. That is difficult doing something every single day. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I was actually just talking to somebody about that not too long ago. As far as just the the ability to be to be great at something, or really call yourself a master at something, like you have to do something with it every day. Like you got to. Like it is. That's where the the love for what you do. You have to have that because if you don't. You're not gonna be doing nothing like that, whatever it is, every day. Mm-hmm. And like, and who's the, and like, I'm not saying that you got to like even put two, three hours in every day, or even an hour every day. You might put thirty minutes in, you might put fifteen minutes in, but you have to put some time in every single day because why you not? Somebody is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Somebody is. Somebody putting in in, in some work, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, we're not going to get anywhere, you know, like, wishing and, and hoping. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, I think just as black men, that's something that we, I feel like that a large majority of us understand that, you know, is that, like, when we got to work for everything that we get, mm-hmm. it's not many of us that have things that have been handed to us. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, I don't shy away from hard work, or like I understand what, like, what it takes as far as to be able to achieve the things that I'm achieving, and know that even with the the other goals that I have uh, set for myself, it's gonna take another level of me. I saw this quote on, I think it was Facebook, and it said, uh, "What did it say? The 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 same no, way." The you today is not, is not the same. It's not the you today is not gonna be the same for tomorrow. No. And you we're constantly evolving and growing into to. our creativity because our creativity is what brings us life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like sometimes, man, like I, I I meditate, and there have been times that I have meditated and kind of like I'm not gonna sit here and say I've seen into the future, but like I always like I got a grasp of what. I could become if I stay consistent in what I'm doing. And it was like, yeah, I need to get there. (laughs) You know, like just having a thought process of like what you what you could be and the things that you can accomplish. You know, it's like that's like my like um, what you could say is like with a cat and you got a yarn mm-hmm. that you keep putting in front of and they keep jumping at it trying to like that's my that's my yarn mm. 
You know, like I, every time I, I get up and I'm coming in this office and I'm putting stuff together, shoot, just like today, um, we coming to meet for this and one of my clients walk out and I'm doing business on the street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I should have took a picture, bro. <laughs> that, that shirt that, that you had, did you put, was it locks on there? Yeah, bro. That mug was crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it just came to me. I should have recorded for you. Yeah, that was man, crazy. That, what, he, what he did on that was he needed something for, uh, he's going to the beach. Okay. So he wanted some type of like um, lounge wear type thing he could wear um, like with some shorts and stuff like this. He wore on the beach. So I did two two fits for him. Both of them got shorts. And then one of them is like a polo shirt with a zipper. Yeah, yeah. And then the other I one is that. like a, it's a, the other one is a button up shirt. So it's like a, you know, really nice button up shirt. You got the, Thick buttons on there. Was that the purple one? That was the purple one. Yeah. But both of them are short sets. You cold, bro. You, you cold. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm like, gee, that was yeah. This this one right here? Yeah. I done looked at that one like a couple times. Bro, that's like one of my first pieces. For real? Yeah, like well, the first fashion show I ever did that was in it. What's the story behind this one? That? Mm-hmm. Mine has been your first one, like... The story that—it's crazy that you asked me that, but the uh, the story behind that man honestly came from uh, I used to stay in these high rise apartments, right? Mm-hmm. And on the Fourth of July, um, I could see everyone's fireworks. So like I stayed on the twelfth floor, mm-hmm. so like my windows were just like from the floor up. So like as soon as you walk into the the, the the apartment, it was straight windows. So like I could see like the the big fireworks that they was doing at the river. People that they it, like just I can see all the way to like Pinnacle Mountain. Like that's how far I could see. Mm-hmm. Like, how high I was up. So like seeing everybody's fireworks, I can literally just sit there Fourth of July and just like look out the window and just see fireworks, fireworks, just fireworks everywhere. I'm like, man, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Dang, I should make a suit that's like this experience. So I started like thinking of like these different fabrics and looking, looking, looking for different fabrics that gave me the idea of fireworks. Hmm. So that's what that, that mug and and I, down at the bottom, bottom right, mm-hmm. is it the uh, fireworks? Well, not the bottom right, the uh, like straight ahead. Uh-huh. Like all that like that front part there, like that's kinda like the like fireworks there is actually like that's what it it views to me. You know, um it's they get like fireworks. It's like kinda like what it was what I was seeing when I when I came up with that. That that is crazy. Mm-hmm. That is very unique. Cause as soon as you said fireworks, I saw it. Mm-hmm. I I saw it. I'm like, <laughs> bro, that's that's mm-hmm. so creative. Yeah. That is so creative. What 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 does creativity mean to you? What does creativity mean to me? Creativity is vulnerable. Mm. It is because. In order to like really create, you have to kind of like get out of your way and let yourself go, Mm. you know, and then on top of that, whatever it is that you're creating is coming from a certain place to where you're being vulnerable and allowing other people to judge this. 
you know, like every piece in here I've sketched out. I've sat here or I was at wherever I was and I'm sketching these things out, putting these, these fabrics together, these designs. Mm -hmm. And then I'm doing a show and in hopes that the people who view these clothes, these pieces are at awe when they see it. So like, that's what I'm looking at. Like, I know what my pieces look like, but when I'm at the show, I'm looking at people's faces. That's all I'm looking at. As soon as the pieces hit the runway, I'm looking at people's reactions. Mm -hmm. What are people looking at? What are people saying? I can read lists pretty good. <laughs> you know, I, I'm trying to see what's <laughs> up. You know, like when I see the pictures, I know what my pieces look like. I'm trying to see the steel shots. I'm trying to see somebody with their mouth like. Uh, so you looking at, as the picture is being taken, you're looking in the background, looking at the audience. Yes, because that lets me know that I'm that I'm on to something. That you're doing something right. You know what I'm saying? Like when people get the oh, ah, you hear it in the in the uh, in the in the uh, stands or yeah, hear it yeah, in the yeah. in the uh, in the audience. Uh -huh. um, when people get the ooing and eyeing and all that, like that's that's what I like right there. I love that because that let me know, you know, that like okay, I'm on to something. You know, it's like a assurance. Mm -hmm. You know, and then that alone, the 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 customers that I have. Yeah, they have been purchasing uh, from me through over, over through the years and still rocking with me. Like that gives me assurance, you know, because I mean that again, that's a vulnerable thing is to create something. Somebody's paying, they, and they, my clothes ain't cheap, so somebody is paying to get something made, and I'm making sure that it's to their liking and that there's something that they, you know, saying they feel good about purchasing mm -hmm. because that very well could have went totally different way mm -hmm. you know he could have been like man i don't even like this <laughs> yep. you know so i'm glad that it didn't mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it ain't i, don't, I can't think of a time that i've had somebody be like i don't like this but um it's uh it's it's to to go back to the question that you asked as far as what is creativity to me like it's it's a vulnerable thing you know it's a vulnerable thing but it's beautiful mm. yeah that, that was perfectly said because I had to learn more about myself. Mm -hmm. I had to learn what I've been through my whole entire life. Yes, my dad went in my life, but just because my dad went in my life doesn't mean I have to hold a grudge against him. Mm -hmm. Not I have to learn how to forgive, but forgiving my dad is, is saying I have to learn how to forgive myself. Mm -hmm. I have to be vulnerable and learn how to communicate. Yeah, That's difficult. I have to learn how to be a man. Mm -hmm. When the man wasn't even pregnant. You, you yeah. Okay, mine is the football team, mm -hmm. the coaches. There were men in my life, mm -hmm. but it wasn't consistent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't consistent, man, to where I can see, like, oh, okay, that's how a man's supposed to treat a woman. Mm -hmm. That's what a man is. That's how a man conduct himself. Mm -hmm. That's what a man speaks like, sounds like. Mm -hmm. I get glimpses of it. Yeah. Trying to figure out who you are is difficult. Then mm -hmm. I learned, I'm like, I'm not the only one going through pain. Mm -hmm. I'm not the only one going through tough times. We're all dealing with something. We all just don't have a voice because we're not comfortable with who we are. Mm -hmm. Comfortability. Mm -hmm. That's what leads us to vulnerability. Mm -hmm. That was hard. That is. <laughs> that was hard. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that, boy. You might want to write that down. You know I'm trying to say comfortability is what gives you is what gets into vulnerability. Man, comfort comfortability leads to vulnerability. vulnerability yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh my God. Because yeah. you gotta be comfortable to be vulnerable. 
That's for real. You have to be, bro. You got to be comfortable you within yourself to be. to be vulnerable. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's so real. <laughs> like that one city right quick, bro. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. And see, that's what I learned. Like, you can't wake up, be creative mm-hmm. overnight when you had to put the time and effort into yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you find out about yourself during your creative process. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a part of the creativity. It's like a maturation process. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like, the creativeness that I have now, I feel like has evolved from when I first started. There's certain things that, mistakes that I have made or things that I've learned, um, new techniques or just a new eye of looking at just being open and looking at these unique designs and and things and not just staying in a box mentally because I do suits so like that's like that's my my claim to fame is I'm a, I do custom bespoke suits but it's hard sometimes when people ask me like hey man so like what type of clothes you make and I want to say that I that's what I do is bespoke suits but I do anything you know, I've designed a lot of different things outside of bespoke suits. And the reason I feel like that I can do that is because, like, I don't limit limitate myself or put limitations on myself as far as what type of designs that I look at or what shows I watch or, you know, things like that. I, mean, I watch some of everything. Now, would I say that I would wear everything that I watch? No, <laughs> I wouldn't. But it's a respect for the designer mm-hmm. and what they were able to come up with and the concepts behind it is what I like. Mm. You know, like, I can look at something and be like, dang, man, I would never wear that, but that's dope. That's like, I like, I like that design for that person or whoever the person would be that would wear something like that. Like, that would be dope. Mm. Like, now, is that my ski low? Not necessarily. <laughs> you know, like, perfect example. Um, Louis Vuitton had Virgil as the head of uh, the men's fashion mm-hmm. for for Louis Vuitton. Did you ever watch any of his his uh, shows, or are you familiar with any of the clothes that he made? Well, Louis, in, in Louis that Vuitton, time, Louis Vuitton, I'm familiar with that brand, but with the guy, no. Now, as far as Virgil is concerned, like at that time, like you started to see like a bunch of like baggy. The baggy pants, like mm-hmm. the oversized suits, and the you know things like that. Like that was his his thing, and like I think it's pretty dope. Now, would I ever wear anything like that? No, but the now the head of me and Louis Vuitton is for real, and his style of clothing is more of my style of clothing. Mm. Yes, he does have some stuff that is a little oversized in some pieces, but the majority of his stuff is more tailored. Yeah, I like the more tailored look than I do like the bigger, bulkier look. You know, so that's, that's just my, you know what I'm saying, my style as far as how I like to do things. But, uh, yeah. I love how you study your craft. I love how you study what you're in. Mm-hmm. Not just fashion, but music as well. So they're, they're co-mingling, they're intertwining, they're mixing together. Mm-hmm. It's like peanut butter and jelly, bro. It's like peanut butter and jelly. I promise it is. Why, why is it so important to learn? Like, why so? Why, what made you say that? Because like, I don't think that you can truly have one 
without, I'm not going to say that. They stand alone. You can have one without the other. Just like you can have a peanut butter sandwich or you can have a piece of toast with jelly on it. But it's an amazing thing when you put them both together and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's different. You know, so it's like, yeah, music stands alone by itself and fashion does too. But they they intermingle and they go together so well that that's why you always see them together. How many fat how many silent fashion shows have you seen? Not, not, many. not many. It's gonna be some music. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is that why you watch for real? Well, I like Pharrell just because it's really crazy that you say that because I followed Pharrell when he was a as a producer. That's what how I got attracted to Pharrell and what he does is through his music. It's uh, like uh, his music is phenomenal. Him as a producer, the different levels of what he can produce. Like I mean, the dude did a whole anime series of movies. Like all them. Uh, like Monsters Inc. Um, what's the ones with the little, the little yellow minions? Mi minions, yep. all them cartoons, all that, all the music behind that, for real. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. Yes, like dude got levels. <laughs> Wouldn't even know. Wouldn't even have known that. Even, that's crazy. Dude, he do he do animated uh, anime, uh, you know, it's the animated uh, music production. Um, and then, of course, you I mean, you know what he does as far as hip hop and rap and pop and jazz and whatever, you know, like he he that dude when it comes to producing. So that's what made me uh, like follow him. It's like I like to like what he was doing as far as the music is concerned. And then like his style really was just one like he's always had like a pretty unique, you know, what I'm saying type style mm -hmm. about himself. Um, but like that's what had me follow him is it's more his music but like, i always knew that he was in fashion because he was with uh chanel for a long time mm -hmm. like he was doing a lot of work with chanel um and doing some work with them so like i've always followed him with that so it was it made sense when they when louis vuitton got got one it made sense to me now it's a lot of people that in the fashion industry or whatever that didn't like that move at all but I feel like that that's the thing about I want to say us <laughs> um, as far as like I feel like that with let me make sure I say this correctly but I feel like that when when black people are good at something that's the only thing that they're allowed to be good at. Mm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that Pharrell was such a successful music producer, there's no way possible he can be a fashion designer. You know, it's like, he can't do that. You put in, uh, what is it called? You put in a box. Yeah, it's, in box. it's like you yeah, put yeah, yeah. bo in these this box over people. For instance, another example, Steph Curry is arguably one of the best NBA players to play this game. He's also killing it right now in golf. In golf. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, for real, for real. Yep, yep. But it's people that's kind of feeling sideways about that because he's in a game of golf that he 
shouldn't really be in because he's an NBA player. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's to say that? I mean, why come he can't? Mm-hmm. You know, like, shoot, if he want to do bowling, shoot, he can do bowling. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, why do we have to have limitations on us? You know what I'm saying? Like, now, anybody else, like Leonardo DiCaprio and all these other people like that, they can be great at everything. You know what I'm saying? They can do, be great at this and do that and do this. And it's like, oh, man, look at all the things that they're doing. But then it's like, with us, it's like, all right, you are a good basketball player. Stay being a good basketball player. That's it. Don't do <laughs> nothing it. else. You are a good football player. That's why it's so amazing what LeBron James is doing. Mm-hmm. That he's able to break those barriers and be able to be like, no, I'm not just an NBA player. I'm an investor. I'm a businessman. I got a school. I have scholarships. I make movies. <laughs> you know yep. what I'm saying? Like, yep. he, he got his hand in everything. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? For... Um, to have somebody that looked like us to be able to, you know, say for you to see something like that, mm-hmm. you know, like that's pretty dope. But like I do, um, I, I do hate that sometimes. Though. I just feel like they put limitations on us, man. Anytime that, especially it, now, it, but it's only if you're good at it. Now, if Pharrell would have went out there and did that fashion show and just messed that whole thing up, then it wouldn't have been much really said except for just bashing him about how terrible the show was yes you know what i'm saying but like the fact that he went out there and killed it now all of a sudden people got an issue (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying like because you wasn't expected for him to go out there and do that yeah you know you was expecting something different and he came and hit you across the head like bam what's up (laughs) yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah what's up i can do this too yeah same way like uh you know saying steph curry like yeah i go out here and play golf too and win Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he knew it he he did i was like this dude is (laughs) holding one somebody said his hand i coordinate he so it was like his hand eye coordination makes him like an alien or something like that. Bro, he is off the chain. Crazy. The, 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 this last one he won, he walked off while the ball was still rolling. For real? The winning putt. I didn't even see that one. He hits the putt, he watches it, and it's probably about three or four feet away from the from the hole. He turned around and started walking away. <laughs> Confidence, bro. I said this dude is cold. Hey man, you, that that has to be built up. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You got to be creative with your shot. Mm-hmm. You got to be creative with your hey. craft. Like you know? my dad say, man, hard work breed confidence, bro. Hard work breed confidence. Hard work breed confidence, man. Ooh, and confidence yeah. is felt every time you step into a room. Yeah. If you ain't working hard, man, you ain't, you ain't going to have no confidence. They go no. <laughs> it's going to be evident. <laughs> like, this it guy is. must not have been working that hard yep. on this. Yep. That's, it's going to be evident. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's like you said, like, you've been in, in quite a few rooms now. Mm-hmm. You can tell who got confidence in there and who don't. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Gonna, you, you, you can tell. You're right. You're you right. Can tell. So it's hard for us to believe in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, Yes, yeah. he on stage, but why can't you be on stage next? Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Yeah, yeah he, he did his thing. You mm-hmm. asked me earlier, how, how was it? Yeah. It was cool, but to be honest, I went, because my brother, Iridian, Iridian went. Mm-hmm. When we went, I'm looking at the room. Yeah. I'm like, yep, my time coming. Yeah. That's how, that's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's how it's supposed to be, man. Yeah. Like if you can, if you can't see yourself there, then who the hell else is supposed to see you? You feel there? me? It start with you. It start with you. <laughs> that's why I said what I said earlier, man. It's that like I I have seen a glimpse of 
you know what I'm saying, like, where this thing could really go. Yeah. You know, and um, I'm just praying, man, that uh, that God just keep me on the right path with this thing to for it to really do what it need to do and bless the people that I can bless with this situation and create something that's, like, long-standing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when I'm long gone, like, I don't want Indeed Regine to die with me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I want it to be like Walmart. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they can go... It don't matter. Walmart ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nowhere. You know, Walmart nowhere. ain't going nowhere. Sam Walton did his thing. He did his he thing with understood. that. Yes. He understood. And I'm glad you brought it up again because it, it's very important. Yes, we can envision ourselves in our, in our future. I do that every single day. Every day mm-hmm. I wake up, I'm like, I just learned something new. This is going to take me so far. Mm-hmm. Me learning how to communicate. Not only is it going to make me a better communicator, I can teach other people how to be a better communicator. Because mm-hmm. I'm not just doing what I'm not teaching. Mm-hmm. I'm practicing what I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. I'm practicing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I love how you pulled out the fabric. Let, let's talk about the fabric right yeah. quick. So, you can, are you envisioning the suits when you, whenever you do this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes it depends on what I start with. Sometimes I start with a design mm-hmm. and I don't I don't see fabric. I'm just designing. Or sometimes I see the fabric and then I create a design off of what I see in the fabric. Hmm. So it just depends on what um what what style of creativity I'm working with that day. So like I I've used this. I use this for an all white event. Okay. Um I use that for an all white event. One time, I did the blazer and everything with that, and then did like white uh, acetic acid pants. It's like a satin mm-hmm. type uh, fabric. Uh, so yeah, like it depends on which style of creativity I'm in for that day. If I'm looking at the fabrics, or also it depends on what I'm what I'm working on. Cause like if I'm looking, if I'm working on like a, a, a actual collection, then there might only be a few fabrics that I'm actually working with. Mm. You know, like cause most of the time, like my collections are gonna be like a mixture of probably two to three fabrics I'm using. But I'm using, but I'm making like 15 pieces. Mm-hmm. But all of them, you know what I'm saying? It's a collection. You know, so all of them gonna be different styles and types of pieces, but it's all the same fabrics. Like those two, that's a part of a collection. These two? Yeah, those are the same fabrics. Ah, oh, okay. You see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. Like what you see behind you, that's a part of a collection. Uh, but I use like those, like the starting from like that black. Right. Going going down okay. to the left, uh-huh. like that's a part of a collection uh, there. Oh, so this is yeah. This see, is like a all you see, all have all those earth tones. Those go together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a uh, I was like an African animal tri- tribe type because yeah. that's a that's a collection that I put together strategically putting those fabrics together like that. Dang, that's crazy. That detail is insane. Yeah, I see what you did because that orange. Mm-hmm. And now the black. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's hard. Yeah. Th- this collection, though. Mm-hmm. That's part of the collection. Yeah. This one was mm-hmm. nothing. Okay. 
Damn. Yeah, so with that particular one I did, for every suit that I did, I did a track suit to it. So I did like a two-piece suit or a double breast suit, and then I used the same fabric and made a track suit. Mm-hmm. You just creative all around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so how do you repurpose your pain mm -hmm. into your music how do i repurpose pain into my music um that's a very good question i want to say that that there's a lot of different emotions that go into when I'm mixing music and stuff like that. Um, I would say like, not just necessarily pain, but love. Um, I would also say like, desires, or sometimes you can just speak through music. You know, like, it might be something that you might want to say and, and the music says it better. <laughs> the fact, the way you just described that, you know how the guitar be singing, bro? I'm like, that, yeah. that is crazy. So, okay, uh -huh. let me let me change the word. Mm -hmm. Will it be better to say passion rather than uh, pain? Yeah, okay. I would say passion. Okay. Yeah, because, um, like, when I'm mixing, man, like, it just depends on what I'm what what I'm on, like, cause I listen to so many different variations of music, and like I even listen to music that's from def different countries, and I don't even know exactly what they're saying, but like you can still feel it, you know what I'm saying? Like you can still feel the music, but um, I would say definitely passion, um, depending on the like the like the the way I'm starting it off, what songs I'm I'm working with. And that's kind of like where I'm where I'm going. Like I could start off and be like I could be in some Afro beats uh, type mood. So I'm you know working with some different Afro beats uh, type artists and stuff like that. I could be in R and B, and then within R and B, like I like to um, I listen to a lot of female artists too. So yeah. like um, I do something like just all female artists, mm -hmm. you know something like that uh, with the. R&B, then you got to shoot neo soul and pop and all kind of, you know, jazz, and, you know, uh -huh. you, it's just a, it's all kind of different music, you know, that you, that you got out there that you can put together, but you do got to have an ear, you know, um, and one thing that I, that I do as far as the music that I listen to, I feel like is, it's different because it's not, I don't listen to a lot of uh, mainstream artists. Like uh, like Drake and even Jay Z, he ain't put nothing out in a long time. <laughs> I say what's another like Drake, uh, Future. Like I'm naming these people. I do listen to them. Like I listen to Drake. I listen to Future. But that's I don't. I'm not consumed by their music. Mm -hmm. Like there's certain like most people like they listen to your top artists and they just listen to them. Like they listen to all their different albums and stuff like that, but I find new music every day, and I listen to a lot of artists that are not mainstream, and they eventually become mainstream. Like I remember the first time I listened, I listened, listened to, I listened to Drake more before he was mainstream than what I listen to him now. Mm -hmm. 
Like I remember exactly where I was doing. <laughs> I remember exactly what happened when I found Drake. Mm. I wasn't even looking for Drake. Drake found you. I was looking for some Trey songs. <laughs> I, was some, yeah. I was listening to I was listening to some Trey songs, bro. This was back in like the Lime Wire days mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. how long I've been on this music stuff. Lime Wire, Napster. Like, I remember when Napster first came out. Mm. Like, that type of stuff. You know what Napster is? No. Napster is, like, the first downloading service for music. What? Like, when you first was able to go on the internet, type a song in and download it. Download. Like, that was Napster. (laughs) Time flies. Yeah, time flies. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) like that, and then you had LimeWire, and there was BearShare. You got all kind of different stuff that was out there that you Mm -hmm. can download music on. But anyway... I'm looking uh, for for some Trey Songz tracks, and then I come across this song called Replacement Girl, and it was Trey Songz and somebody named Drake. And I was like, Drake? What the heck is Drake? So I'm listening to the song like, oh, this is this dope right here. And then he came on. I said, hold up. Mm-hmm. Who is this rapping? I was like, oh, my gosh. Man, I found, I went immediately started looking for Drake songs. I found Replacement Girl and Keys to the City. That was the only two tracks that I could find. And that's crazy because, like, I can find some music. Like, just give me some, like, give me a few minutes. I'll find some. Like, I can find <laughs> some, like, some some stuff, you know? Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I couldn't find nothing on this dude. And then, like, it wasn't nothing but probably, man, it couldn't have been nothing but probably, like, a few months later or so. Um, October's very own came out. Mm. And still wasn't nobody on it. But that was the one that had Houston, Atlanta, Vegas on it. Uh, the one that uh, uh, the interlude uh, song with Omarion, like that, that was the one that they put them on. Was that was that album? And I was man playing the mess. And I remember like my friends was like, "Man, who is this dude you listening to?" <laughs> didn't like, even man, know. They didn't even this know who this dude cold. was. And yeah. I was on him yeah. a whole summer before. So I'm listening to this dude the whole summer before. Nobody knows who the heck Drake is. I'm playing this Drake all the time. And I'm like, man, this is dude from Canada, bro. From Canada? Like, who is you talking about? Then the next summer, it just went crazy, man. Everybody was like, Drake, 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 Drake. I'm like, bro, I'm listening to this dude for a whole summer. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's crazy. I've been listening to Drake. It's crazy how far his music reached. Oh, yeah. And it's amazing how far yours can reach as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you working on a project too, right? Well, uh, uh, the, you talking about the volumes? Yeah, the five the volumes. pack volumes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So every Friday, uh, I release um, Indie Regime uh, five pack volumes. Mm-hmm. So it's five songs that I curated uh, that I just that I pick. Uh, it depends on what vibe you know. I say I'm on for that for that uh, week or whatever. But uh, that's what I what I drop out, and it drops every Friday like clockwork. It's coming. I'm on volume two now. Volume three will be dropping this Friday coming up. And I'm just going to keep dropping it, man. Like, I'm not going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep dropping it, see where it goes. Um, I'm, it's uh, it's a great outlet for me, and it's something to help as far as uh, consistency um, as well as um, having something that I know um, that I'm going to make sure that it's getting released, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm working on it. Uh, so, like, I already got a couple of volumes already ready um, as far as the music selections are concerned. Uh, I just need to, you know, mix it. So I like doing the, uh, I like to wait the week of, or the week prior to mix it. 
I don't know what it is, but it's something about, I feel like it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Like fresh off the plate, you know, like I might have the, the tracks I already picked, mm-hmm. but I'm not touching it, like really touching and mixing it until like the week prior. Because like, this might sound weird, but like I listen to the playlist over and over again. And then I DJ in my head. So like I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh, I'm making scratch right there. Like that'd be a dope scratch right there. Or I can mess with the equalizer right there and like bring his voice down a little bit and like play with his voice around on that track. Throughout the whole like that, that's what I'm song. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking oh. of when I'm listening to the cause that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like when I get the DJ and start messing with the equipment, I'm messing with the equalizers, I'm um, mixing this, I'm scratching here, I'm fading the songs out and in and like I'm smashing it here and like it's all kind of stuff going on. If you could really see my hands, like and what I was doing. <laughs> I'm gonna have to record that. I'm about to say you should record it, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna have to record that. Like what I'm actually Dang. doing with my hands, so you can see, like, cause it's it's real dope, and that's another thing that I watch because I'm learning, and I learn a lot by like watching. Mm-hmm. So I watch a lot of YouTube, um, and I watch a lot of DJs uh, YouTube, like watching them DJ, and that's how I was able to like pick up on some stuff, like really messing with that equalizer and stuff like that mm-hmm. with the pitch. Like, it was this one dude I watched, man, he just messed with the, the, the pitches of these songs, man, they just be like, like, bro, you are dope. Like, what did you learn this Like, from? where did you get that from? <laughs> I'm like, that was what genius. made you think to do that? <laughs> I'm like, this Out is of all crazy. Things, See, that's what I'm saying. Like, we learn from everybody because mm-hmm. everybody has different ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, we're speaking, bro, so many people speak. Mm-hmm. Everybody speak differently. Yeah. Everybody can captivate the audience. Mm-hmm. Yes, they on stage, on stage for a particular reason. Yeah. But they can do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I, I don't doubt myself. Uh-huh. Why do we doubt ourselves when when we don't even see ourselves in their shoes? Mm-hmm. We don't know what we went, what they went through. We, don't mm-hmm. we just judge them like you're here, but I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Did you put the time in it? Thanks. <laughs> It takes time to, to, to change your life. Do you deserve that? Do you deserve that? <laughs> Man, now, how Anna mm. grew? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I had to, like, I think that once you start asking yourself questions like that, that's when you have known that you, that's when you know that you're growing. Yep. Or that you have grown. Um, it's when you start putting it on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even when, like, to the point now to like if things don't go the way that I expect them to go or if something doesn't happen my immediate reaction is not they didn't want me to do to succeed or they I'm thinking like what did I do or not do to either put myself in the right situation or not put myself in the right situation mm-hmm. like what was it that I could have changed or you know mm-hmm. things like that <laughs> You know, because I feel like that's that's how great I feel that I am. Yeah. Is that you can't mess up nothing for me. I am the one that has to mess it up. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that I'm that great yeah. to where, like, if something doesn't go the way that it should go, then it's my fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't nobody else's fault but mine. Yep. Because, like, you don't have that much control or control over my 
desires in life to prevent me from getting where I need to go. Mm-hmm. If I didn't get there, it's because I didn't, I didn't do what I needed to do to, to get there. That's where you have companies in. Mm-hmm. Everything that you're doing, fashion, music, your creativity, your creativity is falling in line with everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's not a coincidence that you can do this overnight. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, it might take some time for yeah. you, you know what I mean? But you can sketch it out mm-hmm. in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. It takes practice. Yeah, most definitely. Countless of effort, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what people don't see. Yeah. They don't see you struggling. They don't see you trying to, okay, I'm listening to this whole album. As I'm listening to this whole album, I'm really breaking it down second by second. Yeah. That is a gift. Yeah. That is a gift. Mm-hmm. And you are perfecting your craft each and every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's a, that's exactly how people become become great and masters at what they do. And it's just every day. It's a, it's a, it's like my dad said, it's an everyday grind. Every day grind. Every day is a grind. <laughs> and I didn't really understand it. Cause he said all the time growing up until like I was for real on that grind. When mm-hmm. I for real got on that grind, I was like, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Like every day is a grind. Mm-hmm. Like every day you got to be working towards that that goal. You know, because like I said before, like if you're not uh, doing it, like like in our cases, I don't know your situation. You know, since the last we uh, we talked, but I mean, I don't think you got like a team of six, seven to ten people that's helping you with these these recordings that you're doing and Not setting that. all this stuff up for you. <laughs> and, and then after you get through with, through with this, uh, sitting down and editing all these, this type of stuff. Like you ain't got no team to do all that for you, do you? Not yet. Uh, not yet. And it's in the building. It's, it, it's working, mm-hmm. right? It? But it take a process it, to get it, to that point. You're right, you're right, you're right. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I wasn't always <laughs> able to, I didn't have a manufacturing company at first. Mm-hmm. You know, I was having to do this stuff on my own. You know, so like it, it as you progress, you know, things, you know, what I'm saying uh, fall more in, into place the way that they should. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people don't realize like the things that you have to do on your own when you first start off. That's why a lot of people quit. Yep. Because it is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, easy. Nah. It, it's not easy. Nah. It, you know it, what I'm saying? It, it, it is. It's, it's hard, man. Mm-hmm. When you're doing something like this on your on your own, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you, it's it's not easy. It, it's not, but it's doable. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. We have a choice: either not do it mm-hmm. or do it. Yeah. I'm gonna make that choice to do it mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. Every single day because mm-hmm. it builds. Yeah. And that's the thing that I think that a lot of people kind of miss. Uh, that like I would say the people that that deal with you in your life um, is that some people don't really understand that if you're not doing it, it doesn't get done. No. (laughs) You know, like if I just decided, you know, for the next three months, I'm tired. I ain't finna do no research on nothing. I ain't finna uh, look for no customers. I ain't finna follow up with past customers. I'm not finna come to this office. <laughs> I'm not, you know, like, I'm just not finna do nothing. Mm-hmm. The indie regime is not gonna do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't have the luxury yet to be able to just be like, hey, I'm finna chill out for about a, a few months and just let the, you know what I'm saying, let the business roll and do what it yet. do. I'm not, I don't have that yeah. luxury yet. Yeah. I will. Until, you feel? You know what I'm saying? I will. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a time where I'm going to be hitting you up in Florida. You feel me? 
Hey, yes, bro, sir. coming down, man. Uh, the, hey, they, the shop is good. Yep. They 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 got it running. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come in, holler at you, man. We gonna we gonna break bread for you a week fit? or so, bro. <laughs> bro, it's just gonna be so crazy. I'm gonna be like everything you place. Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna tell my, my my wifey, come on, come on, babe. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. So so before we end, before we end, I do have yeah. one segment it's called Best for Last. Yeah. I think you played this game maybe twice. Uh-huh. Maybe twice. Okay. Uh so I asked four questions and you answer with a quick explanation. Okay. First one, how do you keep your composure? How do I keep my composure? Meditation. Okay. And I uh, also I try to uh Count to ten, take deep breaths, and I try not to say the first thing that comes to my head. <laughs> that's I'm gonna tell you, that's the key to me. Yeah, yeah. Is that that has really helped with with me keeping my composure? Is not saying the the first thing that comes to my mind. Not to say that every time the first thing that comes to my mind is something off the wall, but it's not that it might be off the wall. It just might not be received the right way. Like I can say the same thing, but I can use different words. Mm-hmm. Mature. Yeah. Mature. That and growth. That's what that is. <laughs> <You ain't never lied. laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> That's what that is right there. <laughs> Growth, boy. <laughs> yes. What, what, what are you grateful for? What am I grateful for? Um, I'm grateful for the people that God has put into my life throughout this journey that I'm, that I'm embarking on. Uh, the people that are still in my lives, the people that have came and gone, um, I'm still thankful for them as well, you know, because it, there was a season and they were a part of that season. Mm-hmm. I'm not no longer being that season, but in that particular season, that's what it was, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I'm thankful for for that and because at the end of the day, like that was one of the main things that I asked God for when I came, when I started. Like I, had, I remember I had my LLC in my hand, and I was sitting on the edge of my bed, and I was like, God, just put the right people, because I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like just guide me in the right direction, put the right people uh, in my um, in my path that's going that that will help me uh, get to where I'm going, and just be understanding, and you know, just really gonna support me, mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, He's definitely done that and and and, and more. Uh, as far as I never would have thought that I'll be going to a whole other country to do a fashion show. You know, to be going to London this year is is very big for myself and my brand because now I can officially say that I'm a world-renowned fashion designer. Mm-hmm. I'm not just here in the United States. I have been seen, or will have been seen in a whole other country. Matter of fact, some would even say the birthplace of fashion in mm. Europe. <laughs> you know, so like it's not like I'm just going to somewhere, you know what I'm saying, where fashion is not one of the top things that are going on in that country. You know, so that's that's really big to be able to do something like that. What, what's that? What's in the Bible? It says, "Ask and ye shall receive mm-hmm. quickly." <laughs> we 
we don't think it's that quick with God. It's on God time. Every time we ask for something, he's, he bring it to life. Yet when it's in our life, are we ready to receive it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, it's another part to that. You have to be very detailed. Yes, you do. About what you want. Mm-hmm. Or what you're asking for. Mm-hmm. Because you will get it. You will. <laughs> it might not be like because I, I I didn't been in that situation before. You get to talking to God and and God give you exactly what you asked for. Yep. And now you like, dang, I should have I should have been more detailed, God. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, next time you feel. <laughs> I should have been more detailed. I got I I get you now. I I got it. <laughs> it's the best teaching. Uh-huh. What what do you regret? What do I regret? It's not a lot of things I regret, man. I mean, I try to live my life in such a way that, like, everything is a lesson. Like, even losses. You know, like, that it's a lesson that I've learned, which in return helps make me the, the man that I, I, I am today. So it's not many regrets uh, that I would say that I've that I have. Like um, I can't think of many. I will say this. I I don't know if you really call it a regret or not, but uh, when I had moved to Dallas for the uh, I had moved to Dallas like in 2016 or so, and um, I had. The company I was working for actually went out of business, and I was looking for jobs, looking for jobs, and found one here back in Arkansas, mm-hmm. and end up taking that job and moving back. And um, not that I regret moving back here, but sometimes I do think, like, what if I would have just like kind of stuck that out and just like found something like just if I had to work at McDonald's for a few months. You know, and just thug it out. You know, and like what, what situation or where would I be now, or you know, things like that. I do think about that sometimes. Uh, but in the all grand scheme of things, like there have been some tremendous things that have happened to me since I've been back in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. That probably would not have happened if I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so. Uh, that's why it's hard to say it's a regret because man like even the things that you think are are not going your way they really are you know like some of the things you might be asking for you're not getting it's probably good that you're not you're not ready for it because you might not be ready for it, or it might not be what you really need it might or not want. Be for you. <laughs> it might not be for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I ain't even like I, that's how I just try to live my life, man. Is is off of those, you know what I'm saying? Principles, just like learning from all mistakes, man. Trying not to make the same mistakes over and over again, mm-hmm. and just knowing that at the end of the day, it's God's plan, and everything is within his plan mm-hmm. you know so i just try to hold on to that because at the end of the day i know that um that it's going to be really nice mm-hmm. Sh- surely and slowly yeah 
And last question. What does failure is knowledge mean to you? Failure is knowledge. I mean, basically, just like uh, what I was just uh, iterating to. I mean, that there's there's always going to be a learning situation, you know, and failure doesn't always have to be a, a negative condensation. You know, like failure is learning. You know, like if you're if you're not failing at something, then you must not be trying. You know, like you got to fail at some things to be able to get good at it. Um, the first bow tie ever made was a failure. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, my gosh, it was terrible. But eventually, like, I just kept working at it, kept working at it, kept practicing it, kept learning the mistakes I was making, fixing those. And eventually I got to a point to where I made a bow tie that I felt like that and other people felt like that they could purchase and, and uh, it's a good quality um, behind it as well. And the same thing with the clothes, you know. So, man, it's, uh, failure is, is inevitable if you're really trying to achieve something great. Like, there's going to be some, some failure. <laughs> but the one thing about failure is you just can't allow it to let you down. Like, you can't allow failure to dictate who you are. You know, like, you have to get to a point to where you just learn from it and move on. Mm. Man. Oliver, man, this is always this. Our conversations are always are great, bro. You feel yeah. me? Uh, it's, it's great to actually do it in person because, mm -hmm. man, growth. Yeah, you can feel the growth. Mm -hmm. You can feel the confidence. You can see mm -hmm. what you've been through. Mm -hmm. Right, what you go through is who you are today. Mm -hmm. So, how can people plug into you? How can they listen to your music? How can they connect with you? How can they work with you? How can they buy from you? How can they support you? Man, uh, the website um, is going to be a, a great place as far as setting up the consultations and uh, looking to see what items I have on there. I've got accessories and stuff right there on the website as well. But that's www.ndregime.com, N-D-E-E-D-R-E-G-I-M-E.com. I feel like I'm rapping. You feel me? But, uh, <laughs> Come natural. <laughs> look out. But um, the uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, same thing, ND Regime. Uh, also, Facebook, uh, my name, Oliver M. Fitzpatrick. Um, as far as the music is concerned, SoundCloud uh, is where you can find me on SoundCloud, ND Regime Sounds, and that's with a Z, S O U N D Z. So, Sounds, ND Regime Sounds. And like I said, every Friday, I'm dropping like clockwork. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I, I I I saw it today when you sent it to me. Mm -hmm. When you sent, it, I'm like, man, what is this? Yeah, it didn't it didn't download, but it downloaded today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it yeah. So before we get out, before we get out, what are your closing words for the audience? My closing words for the audience is, I'm make this good. My closing words for the audience is probably something that you probably have heard before, but I feel like it resonates, is stop allowing people to be around you that don't know who you are.
And what I mean by that is like, if they can't see the greatness in you, then they don't need to be around you. Like we need to stop allowing people to be in and soak our energy or be in our presence that don't have our best interests at hand or want to see us achieve. You know, like it's it's time out for that. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm very selective of where I put my energy or who I talk to, mm -hmm. and I'm not talking to nobody that, that doesn't want to see me be the best I can be, nor am I gonna be the individual that doesn't wanna see you be the best that you can be. You know, like, I'm, I'm reciprocating exactly what I want. <laughs> you know, like, as far as friendships are concerned and, and business people that you're dealing with, like, like um, my business partner, man, uh, KJ, man, I love dude to death, like, that's my guy. And he, that's my guy because he's accountable, he's there, He's um, and he he talks to talk and walks to walk, you know, and you got to have people around you like that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not going to just be not doing what they say they're going to do, not holding commitments. Uh, Y'all don't check on each other really like that, you know, stuff like that. Like it's like it's. You got to have some people around you, man, that really want to like, they really want to see you succeed and, and you doing the same for them, mm -hmm. you know, like, cause I know I got homeboys, man, we might not, we might not talk all the time, but I know that, uh, when we do uh, reach out or anything like that, it's all love. I know that we, you know what I'm saying? We, we just on the grind, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But like, as far as like, just people bringing your energy down and, I always got some issue or problems going on. It's like, oh my goodness, come on, man. Like, mm -hmm. I can't do this with you. You know, like, I have my own issues and problems. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm not trying to sit and listen to that every time we talk. Mm -hmm. Now, is it going to be some times that we chop it up and you're like, bro, I just got to tell you this? Mm -hmm. Like, I get it. But every it's time we talk, <laughs> you need to call somebody else, bro. Don't call me no more with that. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> Man, bro, hey, that, that, that was deep. That was deep because you speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. Man, oh, bro, I, I appreciate your time, bro. Man. I appreciate you for letting me come in into yeah. the facility. I love the designs, bro. I appreciate Very you for having crazy. me. I appreciate you Very for having crazy. me. I'm glad you finally got a chance to step foot in here and um and see like where where I make the magic at. Yes, sir. It's definitely magic being made, bro. I appreciate <laughs> I it. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>